content warning. This episode contains mentions of rape, suicide. Who are you going to call Ghost Machine? That's right. Hello, it's me. And it's also... Boo! I'm a ghost. I'm Michelle's ghost. Please don't scare me like that. Um, I pressed... I found this weird machine earlier on. And... um, I pressed a button on it and it showed me a failed American sportscaster telling stolen jokes to look like you and me. And then he fell out of the window. Well, he jumped at the window. Um, so hopefully you don't see him come back anytime soon. Um, but, you know, what else I saw? I saw a Ghost Machine. That's series one, episode three of Torchwood. Broadcast 29th October 2006. Directed by Colin Teague, who um, directs well, you know what he directs? He directs a lot of stuff. He directs uh, three more episodes of Torchwood, and then he directs uh, two episodes you have seen and one episode you haven't seen Doctor Who. He directs um, the Series 3 finale, uh, Sound of Drums and Last of Time Lords. Ooh. And he directs Furs of Pompeii. Oh, um, I have not written, seen that one. You haven't. Written by uh, Helen Rayner, who was script editor on Series 1 and 2 of Doctor Who. Um, she comes over and she writes this and she writes in there, so Torchwood. Um, she writes two episodes of Doctor Who. Well, four, actually, because they're two two-parters. Um, one, I don't, th- I think you don't like, and one, I'm not even sure what your opinion on is. Um, she writes Dogs in Manhattan and uh, Evolution of Daleks for oh, Series no. 3. I'm excited to rewatch that one. Maybe, maybe my old age, I have grown kinder. I have grown kinder to the <laughs> human Dalek. But I don't know. And she also writes Santaran Stratagem and the Poison Sky in series four. That was good. Um, yeah. She also she crew creates a show called Baker Boys, which stars Eve Miles. Um, and is is that produced by Russell T. Davies? And then for series three, I'm not sure if it's series four as well, but she joins the Jeremy Piven vehicle, Mr. Selfridge, as lead writer for series three in twenty fifteen. Uh, a show I think we've all forgotten about, where Jeremy Piven plays uh, the creator of Savages, the convenience store in London. <sighs> anyway, just to this one, just to this one, uh, there's a machine that lets you see emotional events from the past, uh, and Owen uses it and sees a guy uh, commit a horrible crime against uh, a woman. Uh, in a crime that was unsolved for years, it happened back in the 60s, uh, and they track down this guy who stole it, and he reveals there's two parts of it, and then uh, it turns out he was trying to blackmail the other guy, and the other guy comes to confront him with a knife and go and accidentally stabs him, 
and he dies. Uh, and that's that's what this one is. Um, and I think I I I I like this episode. I like this episode to a point, and then it kind of. Yeah, I can tell you exactly when it uh it it stopped working, which was around the time when uh when Ed Morgan leaves his house. Yeah, that whole the whole thing is just kind of it gets a bit silly. Yeah. Um uh, but here's but, what I'll yeah. say though. Damn. This was a good episode of television. It's really good. I love Yeah, it's it's great. Right? It's yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's good. It's I was legitimately I like that episode ended and I was like I'm shocked. At no point did I go why? At no point did I go stop at no point did i go please i don't want to look at this it was entertaining it was good it was fun um but here's what i'll say because i'm because i'm suck i suck and i like to point out stuff um this could have been an episode of doctor who um sure you probably wouldn't be able to have the whole this guy raped and killed a woman angle but the, vi- the 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 investigation and the whole thing, the whole vibe of the episode is much more Doctor Who than the sex and bloods and violence from Torchwood that I've seen so far. You know, yeah. Um, it's I think it's a really like it's interesting how from like minute one, I think the intro to this is absolutely incredible. The way it's edited together, the way it like, cuts together, the way it flows together, the way it's shot, yeah. the way. It, I think it's just like I want to, like I went back and watched it again because I just thought it was just incredible. Um, it's like to see something just it's like it's like even like a soft reset. Like okay, this is this is us from now on. This is what we're gonna look like from now on. This stuff gonna flow from now. On. This this is this is the show. You know, every, everything works well together. You know, Owen feels more like a character. Um, Gwen, I think is. Incredible in this. I think email is incredible. In this. I think your character is really good, up to the end, which I think is kind of, kind of silly. Um, Jack, I think is okay, the problem with Jack in this is that he's. I mean, he he feels like a character this week compared to last week, um, but he also feels like a completely completely different person than the person we've seen the last two weeks and the week after as well, and then the show he came from. I think it just feels kind of it's he feels kind of different. He feels more serious, not more kind of reserved in his performance. Yeah, um, which I think is fine. I think I think you I think he works really well in this. Um, except for that really really weird scene um, where they're shoot they're in the shooting gallery. That feels it's kind of feels feels like you know we need to fill five minutes. Not even five minutes. We need to fill four minutes. Let's just have a scene where they kind of shoot and kind of flirt. Which feels a bit weird. Yeah. Um, the high point of this for me, um, I'm not sure if you'll agree, but the absolute legend that is Sean Bernie Harris. Um, you know, when when he comes in, when they catch him again, like that that whole that whole chasing. I think it, the second chasing with Owen, I think, is really really good. It's you know, it's 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 fun. It it cut, it flows together really well. It cuts together really well. Um, is this is this is is this before Hot Fuzz? 
How Fuzz is what? Is it 05 or 07? So before what? Hot Fuzz, the uh, Edgar. It's probably song. before because Hot Fuzz is 2007. Let me check. Yeah, I think yeah. So that so that chase scene, you know, Edgar has a lot to answer for because it's incredibly similar to the chasing they take. I mean, it reminds me of this joke. Have you ever seen a touch of cloth? I ha- yeah. I yeah, think ages ago. I, I think it's just like a common thing in police procedurals because I remember there's a joke in a touch of cloth where the main characters because it's basically like a British police squad and the main characters are chasing somebody and they have a like the exact same percussive soundtrack of like <laughs> and then they run past the people playing on trash cans the sound the soundtrack to the chase. So I think that's just like a police procedural thing. The thing is that like. What I love about the the Sean Harris character is that like we meet him and he's he's like he's playing kind of like he's a very over the top actor. You know, it's very kind of you know you kind of want to tone it down a bit, and then you kind of realize oh this is because he's putting on an act because he actually he's actually like he's, he he knows more he's letting on one, two he knows exactly what he has, three he he's been playing them the entire time. You know, it, it, I think it's really interesting how they um, how they do that to that character. I think he's a legend. He's, he's, it's good that he survived. Um, but like the the like the weird like I think it I it's a dark episode that doesn't. I suppose it's kind of weird thing to say. It isn't like it doesn't revel in the fact that it gets to be dark. It just kind of says like, right. okay, you know, we're, we're gonna we're gonna be serious this week. We're gonna do the serious stuff, but we're not gonna be like, look how serious we're being. Look how cool right. we are for being really dark and serious. It's you know, it, I like I appreciate that it's it's being like you know no like this is this is like horrifying like to even just to like witness their own experience you know all these feelings and all this thing, and that's like I really appreciate as well the scene where Gwen uses it to be like. Well, but the happy memories I've had, you know, the, like the sceneries do this and that, you know, I, I appreciate that scene, like that element as well of being like, you know, like this is a machine that could that could be beneficial if you know it's used in certain way. Most they can't use it again. Um, it's just like there's a lot of tonal whiplash wrapped up in that as well, and like the last, as we like, touched on, the last like ten minutes of this are just. Like from the minute you get that shot of Ed Morgan, um, like trundling over to, you know, Gwen and stuff, to him, like like the, like the problem is that they yeah. have the finale set up in a way where it, it's this emotional conclusion for Gwen, but the story wasn't about her up until now. It was, it was o- about it was Owen. Owen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So why why does the final thing have to be about her? Why does it? What it's like? Huh. Like I guess this was all building up for over Gwen all this time. Then again, it wasn't. So it just kind of comes across as like, I guess. <laughs> okay. And, and the guy well. and, yeah. and the way that the, the that Ed Morgan quote unquote kills himself is so like I thought he was going over <laughs> to hug Gwen or something. He is. I think he's pretty sure he is going over to hug her and then she has a knife held out so he, he stabs himself. But the way like Tosh is like he wanted to die. So yeah, and I'm did, like, yeah. did he? <laughs> like, I don't think he did. 
And then Jack is like, yeah, he wanted to die. And he's like, no, he 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 was just trying to hug. He was just trying to go for a hug because he he, he didn't want to. Yeah. That as well. I think another another kind of weak point is that that Ed Morgan character, because it it just it like it, he's kind of he's sidelined, in a way because like we're meant to like it's it's implied that like he's become an like an agoraphobic paranoid guy because he has it seems like he has guilt, but then it kind of it seems like he doesn't have guilt over what he did, yeah. and then it seems like he does have guilt over what he did. And I think we're meant to read into like, oh, he's going to hug her because he didn't have to repeat what he did before, right? But also, well, it's not they, really yeah. They don't really explained. go into detail yeah. on that, yeah. Uh, and I don't want to. I don't. I honestly think they didn't need to. If they didn't want to, they didn't need to go into detail because the the thing that's important for this episode, the thing that really makes the episode, as some would say, sizzle is Owen's reaction to the knowledge that he gains from the machine. You know, he he used the machine and he's like, holy shit, I just saw this crime and this guy got away with it. And I can't let that happen, you know? So, and then it's like, what are you going to do about that? And then he keeps pursuing, 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 pursuing. And then he finds the, uh, they find the other half of the machine. And again, it's Gwen that gets the revelation after that. And, and, I mean, again, repeating, it should have been Owen. It should have been Owen, the one who sees like himself in the future with a knife or whatever. But I guess they, yeah. I guess they were like, yeah, but Gwen is the true protagonist of the show, and it's like, but, but you were doing so well. It just, it just feels kind of strange to do to to do that. It's just, I don't know. It's like, yeah. Um, you were doing so yeah. good. It's it, like especially like it, it like you you give like Owen up to this point hasn't really been a character, you know. Like right. last week, last week he is just it's just diarrhea. Well, it's diarrhea all over the place. I like, mean, last uh, week the every, I I'm okay with forgetting last week ever existed. If you are, we could just pretend this episode too. Uh, I, I swear to yeah. God, if Chris Chibnall sent me an email being like. Hey, bud, can, can we just pretend it never happened? I, I respond like, don't worry, Chris. We all make mistakes. I, what the alien sex gas? What alien sex gas? I don't know what you're talking about. It's just like, yeah. And then, but like the problem is like, they take such great strides here. Yeah. With making this his episode. And then next, like, obviously like they, they take it away from them and give it to Gwen, which was weird. And then next week he's back to just being diarrhea again. Um, yeah. it's, it's not until later on in the series that we truly get another episode where Owen that like, gets kind of center stage a bit, and I, I would like, and I haven't seen it, but like, like there is an episode where he he gets the emotional arc and it, it works much better, and he gets much more kind of closure in that regard. But here, it's just kind of, it is just kind of weird that they they, they go like, okay, but Owen set up all this stuff, and then yoink. You go, Gwen. Uh, oh, and you can you can run in and then try and save him, and then that's your that's your day done. Like, there's not even like a scene of Owen at the end being like, you know, reflecting on you know this is like you would think there'd be a scene of Owen kind of doing something here, like you know, even like even just a simple thing of like him going to her grave or something, like just you th- you think there'd be like a closure for him in that regard, but there isn't. You know, it's it's kind of gets put to one side and moved on from which seems a bit weird especially for this kind of show but I don't know 
it's it's just it, it it's kind of frustrating in a way to have this you know be like going up 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 in quality and then hitting the wall sliding down the little slug and then kind of moving on again you know it's just kind of it, it like especially when there hasn't been you know a very high benchmark of quality set so far for the show to have this almost get there. I, I don't think this episode well, works because I honestly don't think this episode works because like, thank God we're just, we're, we've gone past that. We're, we're getting like a good episode. I think this episode works because it's a good episode. Uh, it, it, do, it does show me, honestly, I watching this episode, I'm much more like, I'm much more like confident that maybe this is all going to build up to a good show, you know, that we're all building up to something good instead of the previous <laughs> episode where I was like, I never want to watch <laughs> Torch whatever again. I, I actually messaged um, a notorious uh, Doctor Who YouTuber, Samuel Davis. I was like, this torch would get better. And he was like, yeah, it gets better than Doctor Who. And I was like, I don't believe you. <laughs> but now, after watching this episode, I kind of do believe him. You know, uh, I'm like, well, it, it, it's, yeah. I don't think it's going to be soon, but I can be like, hmm, maybe, five, you know? For five episodes, maybe it does. But those five yeah. episodes aren't going to be from another like year and a half. So, oh, I can't wait. Yay. Yay. But, I don't know. It's it's just like for all, for all the good we get like from, you know, Bernie the Legendaris and like also another thing as well, as well is and it, it's something I've noticed up until this point and something that keeps happening afterwards. The budget for the music on this episode must be insane because they have um, they have like actual famous you know top ten charting songs in the background of scenes for like two seconds, and like every single one of these episodes, like they have um, "Can't Stand Me Now" in this episode, which is the Libertines song, mm-hmm. which is Libertines' biggest hit, arguably a, a big you know two thousands rock. Anthem. Obviously, it's used for like ten seconds, so they can be like, "Okay, it's just ten seconds." We can, you know, you can ignore the fact that it's, it's here. You know, move on from the rights issues. Wise, it just feels kind of kind of weird to have that all that in. But it's, it's just like it's an episode that I just I, I like. I really like. I really like. Really like. And then I come like, "Oh, it, this is this yeah, is turned." Like, yeah, yeah. Enough with the ghosts, you know. I, I, Doctor Who loves ghosts, man. They're like ghosts. They love ghosts. They never really figured out ghosts, and once they do, that would be absolutely incredible. But I don't, I don't trust them to figure it out anytime soon. You know, they mm-hmm. almost got there. They almost always, they always almost get there. All right, and then something comes in, like hide. What would you get to? Something comes at the hide that just kind of derails the entire. This thing. is kind of like hide. Yeah, you're right. Anyway, then, you, um, yeah. Do you want to see a goof? Oh, let's let, let's let, 
let's introduce a segment that oh yeah yeah we'll yeah see a segment we're going to introduce again next week but this yeah. is uh i found this website called Disc- discontinuity guide and they have a goose episodes that, that are borderline cinema sins and i don't like them but <laughs> we'll get through oh this one's yeah. are great here we go okay ah! Splot or Splow is apparently the kind of neighborhood where Owen's fancy car would be would be unlikely to still be there when he got back to it. A goof. That's just classes bullshit, and I don't. Like another it. one. Jack can easily survive a bullet to the head, so why does he flinch so dramatically when Gwen points the gun at him during training? Especially since this is before he disengages the safety. It can't be a reflex action because he didn't do it when Susie pointed a gun at his head in day one. Goof! It's called goof. it's called you the actor. It, it's called the actor is scared no. of guns and it's a when you get a gun pointed at your head, you get very scared. Give me another one. It's a it's a goof. No, that's it. They only had two goofs for oh. this one. Mm. Um speaking of goofs, because I'm looking goofs on for doing this. Do you want to do the realer or made Torchwood? Me. Um Reeler or made this week. Um, probably just someone goofing on Wikipedia because there's no way this is real. Um, but I don't know. Like I, 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 I honestly don't think half of them are real anyway. So, but um, so the team are trapped. There's this one is called Trapped. Well, it's it's it says it's called Trapped. But it also says it was called. It also said it was untitled in the article. So it just it kind of feels like whoever wrote it down was probably like me and was just making stuff up, and then was like, okay, let, I'll just I'll just leave it here. Um, the team are trapped in Torture HQ by homicidal AI. Um, this episode was scrapped because, believe it or not, the writer had an undisclosed personal problem. The writer, according to this person, and I don't believe this, just saying this, I don't believe this, the writer was apparently Stephen Moffat, and I do not believe that they asked Stephen Moffat to write on the show. But in the off chance they did, is this real or fake? Wait, did you say the writer had a personal problem? Yeah, an undisclosed personal problem, which just sounds like nonsense to me. But no. yeah, that sounds fake. Uh, it is fake. I made it up. I also made up it being on the page. I was trying to do reverse oh, wow. psychology, and I failed. You almost got me. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, 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 I do think they probably would do homicidal AI at some point. You know, they probably no, would do no, something they, more. No, like, no, 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 like no, no, no. A, no, no. They would do an episode where a machine came in and shut down. Uh, the base because of an electrical surge, and then it tried to convince one of the t- one of the t- team members to help with that because it said, "Oh, I'm I'm actually this person," and he would say, "You know, I mean, this will never happen." He would say like something like, "Oh, I don't know, you know, I love her, I'll defend her." No, no, I know you, what you're you talking about. What I'm saying is, no, that, what I'm saying is, they're not going to do homicide. They would never do homicidal AI. Now, an AI that wants to have sex with them, that I think they would do. Well, that's my fanfic, so. You know, don't put me on blast here. But anyway, the idea I had, it won't happen. So, so don't worry about that. Yeah. Um, no, I haven't seen next week's episode. Um, so, you know, this is about ghosts and machines, um, you know, and obviously we can talk about ghosts and mystery machines or we can talk about uh, ghosts in the movie Ghost and machines in uh, yeah. The Matrix. Okay. That was or good. That was really about, good. I got to congratulate you on that one. Or we, we could talk about uh, ghosts and machines being fought by another team of experts who deal in strange paranormal alien things. 
or we can talk about a show that has both machines and I assume ghosts. Um, but if I want to hear people, other people talk about them, because you know I, I, I'm kind of lazy. Um, where can I find any any of that kind of stuff? You can find all of those amazing podcasts talking about all of those amazing shows at friendlymush.com. That's friendlymush as in mushroom.com. Wow. I should go there sometimes. Never heard of it. Uh, next time. But yeah, uh, much like a ghost in a machine getting locked in, lock the gates. Goodbye.